the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. The following program is sponsored by the Allworth Law Firm. Lamentations 521 tells us, Turn us back to you, O Lord, and we will be restored. Almost everyone is dealing with recovery of some sort. It could be from addiction, pain, divorce, sin, separation, depression, job loss, or being stuck in the cycle of shame, guilt, and destructive behavior. Recovery through a relationship with Jesus Christ is the foundation of healing and growing anew. Listen as Pastor Allworth shares how the healing power of a personal relationship with Christ has turned his life around, will help you and your loved ones recover and be restored in his name. God wants you to walk out of the darkness and into his marvelous light. Keep listening. Recovery Through Christ with Pastor John Allworth starts now. Good evening, Houston. This is not John Altworth. This would be Christopher Hoff from uh, the Open Door Mission. Unfortunately, John is caught in an accident on uh, 59, and we're all used to that Houston traffic. So he is going to try to make it here, but if not, you've got me and uh, my guest here, Brandon Warner, who is also from the Open Door Mission, and we're going to talk about his testimony here. And uh, let's just uh, go to prayer right now. And uh, dear Lord, I want to thank you for this opportunity to be on the radio show and your Brandon's testimony and hopefully it'll give some encouragement to someone out there who's suffering and let them find hope in Christ and recovery in Christ because we know you can do it you've done it for both of us and we just uh, ask for for some healing out there we ask John to be safe out there we ask for help to those who are caught in the accident that may be ahead of him and hope they're okay and uh we just ask all of this in your name, Jesus. Amen. Amen. So we have uh, Brandon Warner here. Brandon is a brother, a good friend, and uh, he has a great testimony about what he has uh, achieved and how Christ has worked in his life. Brandon? Good evening, Houston. So, Brandon, what... Uh, where did you grow up, and uh, how did you get to Houston? So I grew up in a small town called Perry, uh, outside of Cleveland, Ohio. And um, before I came to Houston, I actually lived in South Carolina in another small town called Elgin. I lived there for about 9 to 10 years, um, but spent the beginning of my life mostly in Ohio. And what brought you to Houston? How did you get to Houston? Uh, my mother is actually from Houston, and uh, after graduating high school in South Carolina, I came to Houston for a job in the oil and gas industry, and uh, I was actually in my in my mess of alcohol and drugs. So, how old were you when you when you started using drugs? Uh, I started drinking alcohol around the age of nine years old. Uh, started using marijuana at about ten or eleven. And from then on, every single other drug I've done, it was at a very early age. Yeah, we've we've learned at the mission that 
most people with addiction have things in their past. So what was it? What was it like growing up and what led to your addiction, do you think? Um, I think like a lack of a foundation in my family. Uh, my mother and my father were tended to be more of the hippie type, partying a lot. Uh, there weren't many rules in the household. Um, and my mother actually would purchase us alcohol when I was around 10 years old. And uh, it seemed normal to me at the time because uh, we were just kids. We didn't understand. We just thought it was something fun to do. Uh, being cool just like the adults and that just opened up more doors to progressively get into other things yeah that unfortunately happens for a lot of people with addictions they 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 get introduced to it by loved ones or by close friends at a at a young age and it's uh it's unfortunate it leads to that so how did you get to open door mission uh i just at the met the end of the road i depleted all the fun out of using uh i lost pretty much everything i've lost cars friendships places to live uh people friends my mother a lot of other family members mostly all due to uh, alcohol or drugs in some manner did did you have a uh, relationship with Christ during your addiction or before your addiction? Um, towards the end of my mess that I was in, um, I was introduced to Christ by my brother Ryan. And uh, it, it I didn't change overnight. It, it's something that took a lot of time and uh, a lot of prayer and just changing my mind and the way I think and, you know, being transformed by the Holy Spirit. It, t- it takes time, or at least for me it did. Yeah. So, uh, Brandon and I both work at Open Door Mission. For those of you who are not familiar with it, it is a faith-based drug and alcohol recovery program that is fully donor-funded. We don't do any government funding, and it is free for anybody out there that needs assistance. It is a shelter for men. It is a residential rehab, but... It offers many things that your traditional rehabs don't offer. And uh, so Brandon is the head chef and kitchen manager at Open Door Mission. And tell us, Brandon, how, when you got to the mission, how Christ worked through your life and helped you beat your addiction. And Pastor Altworth has joined us. Well, I'm just along for the ride today, so y'all keep going, and praise God, man. Uh, I'll chip in here a little bit, but you just keep going, Chris. You lead. All right. Go ahead, Brandon. Well, through the people there, the community, uh, it feels like a big family. Uh, It's not an ordinary program that you go through. Uh, It does seem intense, all the classes, but it's just much needed after so many years of abuse to my own mind and body and soul. Um, Just staying in the Word. And just rerunning those words that I've read in the book just over and over, I've been able to train my mind. Romans 12, 2, do not conform to the pattern of this world, but be, but be transformed, transformed by the renewing of your mind. Amen. That Amen. by testing you may discern what is good, perfect, and acceptable. <laughs> Amen, Brother God. Brandon. Yeah, good job. <laughs> and now, Brandon, you've actually been through the program twice. 
Yes. What happened after you the first time you came through the program, and why was it different the second time? So the first time was in 2018. Um, I was I was young. I don't think I understood the concept of what Jesus had done for me. I don't I did I don't think I did. Um, I told myself that I believed. Um, you know, I thought oh, I was good. I was there for about a month and a half, and I thought I had everything together, and I left and. Probably within two weeks, I had relapsed and fallen back into sin. So what did it take after the first time for you to decide that you had really hit rock bottom and you needed help? It, it took me to lose my mind completely. Um, uh, lost touch of reality. Uh, went through some psychosis and many uh, psych hospital visits. Um, attempt of suicide. Um, I just fell into complete despair and depression. You know, we see so much now how mental illness and addiction go hand in hand now and it's only getting worse and those of you out there that are suffering with both and just know that there is an answer and uh, the answer to to finding recovery and finding hope is in christ Amen. Uh, um, we've all done it all three of us here have found our new lives and our recovery through christ when Nothing else worked. Nothing else could could help us beat our addiction until we turned our lives over and found Christ, and he saved us. He saved us. Christ the Redeemer. Absolutely. You, you know, Brandon, I, I noted that you said you stayed for a month, a month and a half. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, a lot of people are resistant. The, the mission's about a four-month program, and, and depending on somebody's progress, it could be five months, mm-hmm. just depending on what people need. And people are reluctant to give that much of their life to, because it just sounds like so much, it's so daunting going in, and we're all caught up in the ways of this world and our work and our family and all these things. But that is nothing compared to the rest of our lives. Yeah. It Amen. is absolutely nothing compared to the rest of our lives. And when we look at how much time – I'm older than you guys, but if we look at how much time Not we much. Sp- spent in our, in our addiction and how much time that we wasted on that mm-hmm. and how much, how, much, how much more glorious and wonderful with the relationship with Christ that, that our lives are now – I mean, it really isn't anything, and uh, I'm going to let you take back over, Chris, but the other thing is, I mean, 30 days is not enough. No. I mean, and that's why you've got 85% relapse rates out of these secular programs. It's not enough to get your mind right. It's not enough to truly establish the vertical relationship with Christ. So that is four months that somebody could spend that it could be the greatest investment for the rest of their lives than anything else they could do, getting their minds right, coming to their senses, as we see in the story of the prodigal son in Luke chapter 15. um, you know, getting that, establishing that relationship and truly getting to a place where you can humble yourself and surrender to Christ. There's nothing better than, than doing that. Go ahead, Chris. In, you know, John, actually, you and I have talked about when you surrender your life, the peace you have. Yes. That not waking up every day worrying about what's going to happen today or what's going to happen tomorrow. That's already been decided. Amen. And uh, when you come into the mission, it is a a program of transformation. It's not just a program of recovery or a treatment program. It is a program of transformation. And Brandon is the perfect example. I rem- I remember when he came into the mission, he had long hippie hair, and he was he was kind of quiet. And um, I saw transformation in him through the program. And uh, he went on to work at 
the Marriott Marquis, and I'll let him tell you about that experience and how he ended up back at the mission. So, yeah, after I graduated the program, I had the opportunity of working at the Marriott Marquis downtown, um, which I really enjoyed. Great people, great place, uh, wonderful job. But I, I felt a calling. Um, some people had reached out to me about working at the Open Door Mission. And um, just the thought of being able to work for the universe, uh, creator of the universe is amazing to me, just to get to serve and give back. And I get such a fulfilling feeling out of it. It's not just a happiness, it's a joy. And um, so I, I get to work as the chef there and as the uh, service manager along with the uh, head of operations for the Mission Kitchen Catering. Uh, but the best part of the job is getting to serve the other clients there. That It gives them a chance to not worry about food so they can focus on their relationship with God. Amen. Amen. You know what you said there is so powerful. Um, because in the beginning of my life, my cousin happens to be a pro football hall of fame. He's in the hall of fame and I wanted to be a wide receiver. I wanted to be just like him. And too I'm, short. I'm too short. And, and a second too slow too. So, uh, <laughs> that, you know, then I wanted to go into politics. Thank God I didn't go to that. But what you said, Brandon, about working for the creator of the universe, that's so true. In second Corinthians chapter six, verse one, we're called God's coworkers. And that is the greatest honor that I can possibly think of better than pro football or, or politics or, or any other profession. I mean, you know, I'm a lawyer too. And somebody asked me the other day, they said, now, wait a minute, you're a pastor and a lawyer. Isn't that a conflict of interest? Absolutely. But, yeah, so, but, I, but I do practice law, by the way, with, with Christian principles. And if you need help for a personal injury accident, you can call me at 832-475-8642. You know, I resisted. I'm going to let you take back over here in a second, Chris. You know, as a lawyer and a pastor, it's hard for me not to talk, but I resisted advertising my business for, for years. I've had the program for three years. And because that's not what I'm here for. I'm like you guys. I feel so grateful for what God has done for me, what my relationship for Jesus Christ. I just want to give back. But I prayed about it, and I have to – I'm not uh, – what's his name on the radio? Coward Stern. They don't pay me to, to come do this. I have to pay them for this microphone. And so, you know, God said, okay, I'll give you the green light. And if you, But I, I give my number out for that and also if anybody needs help. If uh, I've got, you know, this relationship with the Open Door Mission, which is a blessing in my life, and I've got relationships with, with women's uh, treatment centers, faith-based treatment centers also. So, again, that number is 832-475-8642. If you need help with, uh, with, with addiction recovery, if you need help with transformation, with deliverance, if, or if you need help because you've been in an accident, please give me a call, 832-475-8642. I used to have two two programs and uh on this station and one was called the transformative power of christ and that's where i generally did my preaching but i like to have uh, uh wonderful guests like you guys on here chris take it away well i do want to say that's not just just fluff that john's talking about he he personally brings people to the mission into the program that need help so we're we're very thankful for that my it's a, a privilege and an honor absolutely uh, Brandon, I want to say one thing about what you were just saying about coming back to the mission to work for the creator, but I still think you were doing that when you went to the Marriott. I believe it was a test for you to be out in that environment around alcohol, around people drinking, serving alcohol, around all those things. I think it was a test for you in your resolve, in, in your in your sobriety. 
Yeah, it, it it did feel like a test, you know, coming fresh out of the program, being so confined and uh, isolated from the world. Uh, once I got out there, you know, I'm in the middle of the city. I'm not from a city. I'm from a really small town. So that was kind of a big culture shock. And, you know, being surrounded by yeah, alcohol, people partying, um, females, you know, I just had a lot, a lot of, of temptations. A lot of temptations everywhere. But it must have strengthened your faith to, to, to know that you resisted those things. Yeah, um, it's it's like that one verse, uh, focus, focus, focusing on things that are unseen, not seen. Um, for this momentary affliction is preparing for us eternal weight of glory that is beyond all comparison. So we do not focus on what is seen, but what is unseen. For what is seen is temporary, and what is unseen is eternal. Amen. See, when I was at my job, I would have these verses in my head just reoccurring over and over. If anything comes my way... Uh, it helped out. But you discover there's a difference from when you memorize over those verses to when you actually realize they apply to your life. Yes. When, and you, when you have it in your heart. Yeah. Absolutely. It, it makes it, it's completely different than just memorizing the yeah, verses. Definitely. Um, so what is it like working at the mission and how do you get to instill Jesus into these men's lives? Um. Well, it's it's very interesting working at the mission, first off. <laughs> challenging. Yes, it's very challenging. But rewarding. But very rewarding also. Yes, sir. And, um, you know, I don't do, do too much of the preaching and teaching there, but I'm there for them to see that it's possible. Uh, they can see that, you know. What a life in Christ is like. Yeah. A successful, sober life in Christ and what they can accomplish. Yeah, especially when they see or hear about the old me and how much different I am and I am a new creation now. And Amen. Second Corinthians 5. Well, I talk about you guys all the time because you guys are my heroes. And I, I talk about it with the men because I do get to preach at the mission. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I talk about how, you know, over 60% of the people that work at the mission now are graduates of the program. Yes, sir. And that's inspiring for these men because you guys walk the same road that they did. You know, the, the, we learn in AA or 12-step programs uh, thousands of different stories, but they're all the same. And, and you know, we all have a little bit of different wrinkle mm-hmm. to it, but it's it's obsession and compulsion and, and being a slave to sin. Um, and so the fact that you guys are there and that they can see that, uh, I, I'm really grateful that you guys have chosen because, frankly, you could make more out in the private sector. You really could. And, uh, and, sure. and probably in better working conditions too. But, but the mission is like a family. You said that earlier, Brandon. Yeah. It, Brandon, it's, it's, it's really is a family atmosphere. And from the COO, uh, Philip Vaughn, um, down to some of the people that work at security, you know, it's graduates of the mission and it's, it's awesome. It's an oh, awesome we, thing. We just, uh, brought on three more graduates. Did you really? From the program. Praise yep. God. Yeah. That just graduated this that, last Thursday. That one of, uh, one graduated last month and a couple others just graduated this past Thursday. Well, we'll have to get them up here on the radio show. Absolutely. <laughs> so, but, uh, praise God. Yeah. It's, it's a, a wonderful place to work and just experience the experience of seeing Jesus work in these men's lives and seeing the transformation they make, it, it, you can't get that in a in a non-faith-based secular job in most places. No, or even, you know, and God bless the, the secular uh, recovery centers, yeah. but you can't get that there either. Because no. I can see, you know, it doesn't, it doesn't work for everybody, but I can see when I'm talking to the men, the light, when the light comes on in their eyes, 
Absolutely. And you can see that they're getting it and that they're understanding not only who Jesus is, but who they are in Christ and that God loves them and that it's not an accident that they're there. So if you're feeling the, you know, we're probably talking to more people. Everybody out there that can hear our voices right now has a family member, a loved one, a neighbor, a coworker that is under the bondage of addiction, mm-hmm. every single person. So, uh, you know, and, and maybe we're listening to some people that are, or, or we're talking to some people that are living under a bridge right now. You never know. God works in mysterious ways. This is on a podcast, by the way, too. Um, so, uh, we had a guy, I, I placed a guy in Florida in, in, in a rehab. Um, awesome. uh, yeah, yeah. That's God, awesome. God is good. So, uh, there's hope. There's hope. And Absolutely. that's why, that's why the three of us are on the radio right now is to tell people out there that there's hope for your loved one. There's hope for you yeah. if you're under bondage. There really is. There's a, a, been a pandemic for addiction in this, uh, in this world for millennium, literally, not just the last couple of years, but millennium. Kills more people than COVID does. It does. And, and there's a vaccine and his name is Jesus Christ. Amen. Yeah. And, uh, I know for those people out there listening, you can't be too broken to get help at the mission it doesn't cost a dime That's it's amazing. free all the services we the transition living we provide meals clothing education everything is provided for you to make a full transformation so you can't use i don't have insurance i don't have the money none of that works because you don't need any of that except a willingness to drop to your knees and surrender your life to christ we provide everything else yeah, that's what's truly amazing. And uh, both Brandon and I have been there. We walked into that mission through those gates, broken men, and we graduated and walked out reborn as children of God. And every day we get to serve our Lord and Savior and try to save these men. Yeah, because it's, it's amazing. Christ came for many, many reasons, and of course, one that we focus on is his resurrection and the promise of eternal life, and that's probably the most important thing of all. However, I think he also came to show us how to live and wants yeah. a living resurrection. Mm-hmm. For the, he said in Luke nineteen ten, he said, "I came to seek and save the lost." And yeah. you know, I get chills every time I, I say that because he came for us. He came for the three of us and anybody else that's out there that's lost. He didn't come for the the, the, the perfect people. He no, came for the broken ones. He did, and he and the kingdom of God is open to everyone. And, and he's the world we're living in right now with the division and the strife and and many people think we're seeing the book of revelation live out right in front of our eyes uh it, it's it's time to to for people to know that they have a savior and they have a redeemer and his name is Jesus Christ Amen. and and Amen. he's out there for for everyone uh who who just has the simple ability to be humble themselves and surrender that's all it takes and, and the only thing we ask for return for all the mission gives you is just to serve, just to give back, serve, serve Christ, serve your man, you know, just, just give back. That's all we ask in return. Yeah. Which is what Jesus did. That's Amen. another thing he came yeah. for is he showed us how to live. He showed, he said the son, son of man did not come to be served, but to serve many, including all the way to the death on the cross. An amazing, amazing gift he gives us. And it's amazing to be able to do that every day to serve. Brandon, where did you, you said you came from a small town. Was it here in Texas? 
No, uh, South Carolina, Elgin, and then before that, it was another small town in Ohio called Perry. It's one of the interesting things about the mission. You've got people who were executives. You've got people who come off the street. You've got people from all races, from all backgrounds, from all, and it and it really is uh, when you see the men come together and worship mm. uh, the fellowship, and yeah. uh, as iron sharpens iron, one person sharpens another. That is lived out at the mission, and mm. it's 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 a wonderful thing. Yeah, no matter what your background is, when you come through those gates and you're broken, we're all the same. Yeah, we're we all are. the same. We are. We're all wonderfully and fearfully made. We just got to realize that. Yeah. We got to realize. And I tell those guys, man, and I know you guys do too, you're not here by accident. God mm-hmm. never so. gave up on you. No. <laughs> and he didn't give up on anybody. Yeah, I mean, it, the Bible's full of stories. Yeah, we're, we're definitely some uh, walking miracles. Um, I don't know. Just I, I, I always say in our when we are in our addiction, we did everything we could to kill ourselves, whether we knew it or not. That's what we were doing. The thief comes to kill, steal, and destroy. But I have come so that the Christ has come so that they may have life abundantly. Yeah, and that's what He wants for us all. And it's 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 it. I always say I'm living the best years of my life. I'm 52 years old, and I'm living the best years of my life. Isn't that awesome? It, it's awesome. wonderful. It's wonderful. I love it. And that can have, be I available to your anybody today. Anybody. Today, anybody. change your life. All you have to do is ask for it. All you yeah. have to do is ask for Jesus. Hey, in your we life. we love you at, uh, at at Recovery Through Christ, but more importantly, God loves you more than you can possibly imagine. Good night and amen. Thank you. Amen. You've been listening to Recovery Through Christ. Listen again next Wednesday at 5.30. If you missed any of this show, you can catch the podcast at kkht.com. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal record to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com. <laughs>